You just shake this around. Like yeah. this. These are Chick-fil-A drinks because we're in Georgia and Southern. And if you don't have Chick-fil-A, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. What's up? 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 Um, what are you on? Uh, hair dye. I got my hair done again did today. Seep, did it seep into your brain this A time? little bit, yeah. I got my hair done last week when I was in Florida, and this crazy bitch fucked me up. And I'm so pissed off about it. So I had to go back to my main colorist at home, and she was mad that I cheated on her and, like, made me wait a week until she fixed it. And so today I went and got it fixed. But well, what happened? How did she mess it up? Because I didn't see it when you get back. Yeah, so she left the bleach on one side 45 minutes longer than the other side, so they were two different shades of blonde. Oh, my God. I look like Cruella DeVille. <laughs> like, with two literal, two different colors. I would have, like, f- fucked a bitch up, like, capped her in her ass. And- I, I literally wrote the meanest Yelp review I've ever written in my life, and the owner of the salon keeps messaging me, like, take it down. I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, please send it to me, and I'm going to post it on the on the Twitter account. <laughs> J- just for oh, well. you guys. I will. It's oh, funny. Goodness. And I felt bad because the girl who did it was brand new and she tried so hard and we had such a good time. But like, she was brand fucking new. Like, they shouldn't have let her do it. So, they shouldn't have let her do it. And even if she's brand new and fresh out of the salon, out of the, out of beauty school, she mm-hmm. should fucking know. Exactly. You know, you don't graduate beauty school, no, like leaving one side of your head half bleached and the other yeah. side super bleached. She was rushing and there was a lot going on. And so it was just really shitty. But did that today. But I've, I don't know. I got kind of drunk last night and then <laughs> and then went to sleep and then slept in too late and then I had to go and it was just like a thing. It's, so so today's tell me been a day. all about your sad life this week. So your hair. Yeah. So my hair. Okay. So last week we, it was Irma, which is a bitch as we established in last week's episode. Fuck yeah, it was. But I wasn't, when I wasn't there, I was in Florida. I had to get my grandmother and a few family members out of South Florida and they live in Charlotte County. And it was about two hours south of Tampa. And I had to get them out, and we went to my mom's house in Destin on the Panhandle. So I was in Destin for, like, a week with my family, like, getting ready for the storm and shit. And then the storm turned and started coming towards Atlanta, and I had to go home and get home ready. And so (laughs) I was just chasing hurricanes all week, driving. I drove, like, 1,200 miles the last week, and then I came home and had to work two days straight. We just got power back on here at the apartment yesterday. (laughs) Like, it has been the actual struggle bus. And on top of all that, I hated my hair, and it's been on a bun on top of my head for seven days. And so, you know, when you have your hair up for too long, it gets sore. Like, your roots get sore. (laughs) So I've had these horrible headaches, and it's just been, like... The ultimate shit show. So, <laughs> how's your week been, sir? Honestly, I yesterday I returned about two hundred dollars worth of emergency flashlights because my parents are literally uh, doomsday preppers, as we've established last week. Because that was all all that I was doing last week, mm. and then like yesterday, today, um, started a new job, running back and forth, trying to get like my liquor license and all these different things, and it's just. A hot mess. Oh, I'm a hot mess. mess. Honestly, at this point, 
in the podcast, you should just be like my permanent co-host because <laughs> your your solo week was fun. <laughs> my solo week was not fun. I I wholeheartedly <laughs> apologize for that in general because there are like ten million things, different things wrong with it. <laughs> I was literally I was in the middle of Alabama when you posted it on my way home back to Atlanta uh-huh. to prep for the storm, and I was like, oh thank God, something to listen to because I was so tired of listening to music. You can only listen to music for so many hours. At yeah. A time. So I put it on, and you literally got 10 minutes in, and I'm, like, banging my head on the steering wheel, like, driving through Alabama, like, this is why I can't leave her, <laughs> ever. No, literally. And it was, it wasn't <coughs> because, like, I, I'm, I promise you, my brain was just so exhausted yeah. from this damn hurricane, and just so much was happening online, in life, and I was fucking tired, and I didn't yeah. want to upload this damn podcast way too late. And I was like, let me just ramble about something because I don't, I don't want. So but like honestly, that always happens. Like I was listening to like Coffee with Rachel the other day. Yeah, and they had like a horrible, and they have a, a horrible 15, 16 episodes before they got it, and they're at what like two eighty five or something. Yeah. So like, I mean, like we're still learning, yes. and honestly, it's every time, every time I I uploaded a bad episode, I'll let Carissa yell at me, and then we'll redo it. So this is our redo for the week. Yes, yeah, redo. <laughs> and I mean, and I mean, even. I mean, some of our favorite pods do have, like, bad episodes. Oh, horrible episodes. Oh, yeah. and But we still love them. Like, there are some episodes of Into the Twilight where it's literally just Allie and Cody laughing so hard for, like, five minutes straight. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> I love you so much. Oh, shouts out to our favorite Earbud Media peeps for their live stream last night. It was hilarious and so fun to, like, see them and listen to them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Live streams were a great time. We were having a great time on the live chat. And... Our Earbud Media fam is totally life. Shout out, Earbud Shout Media. Shout out, Cody and Allie. Hell yeah. Hell, yeah. Hell yes. Hell to the actual? To the yes. actual. Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing it. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Should we um, segue into our first segment? Because we kind yes. of... Oh, okay, so, just like a correction, because y'all probably hate me, and y'all are probably like, what the fuck, Sarah? Like, 20 different times. I think, and Carissa has a sharp-ass memory, so if she says it's true, then it's probably true. I think in our very first episode, I said that I was a Salafi Muslim, and that is not true. I am a Sha'afi Muslim. Sha'afi. Yeah, so that's the school of thought that I follow. And it's the majority of school of thought that's in, that's yeah. taught in Trinidad, because the m- most people there are from like Indian and mm-hmm. Pakistan descent. So, correction, that's my school of Sarah thought. Sarah is not a jihadist. I am not a jihadist. <laughs> I swear. I remember I was listening to the podcast, and then I was listening to it, and a friend of mine was listening to it. Jack was listening to it, and he texted me, and he goes, "Did Sarah just say that she's Salafi?" And I was like, "I don't know." I went back and I listened, and it was like, "So Salafi Muslim, Salafi Wahhabis." Islam is a certain sect of Islam, especially predominant in Saudi Arabia, that is what we consider the radicalized sect yeah. of Islam. That um, uh, ISIS follows Salafi Wahhabist teachings. It's it's the more fundamentalist, radicalized. What you would think of when you think of Islamic terrorism. Well, I mean, well, I mean, yes, that's all true. But then yeah. again, it's it's a it's a sect it's a sect of Islam that's a little bit more. Um, orthodox yes, than the other sects. Orthodox. Yeah, but it, even though it is uh, like a like a founding, like it, even though it's like the main idea, thought and idea of radical Islam. Yeah, 
Oh, there are not, still not, yeah, no. there are people who don't there are people who, radicals, radicals yeah. There are definitely people follow. who who follow Salafi. Now, the Wahhabism is probably the, the problem. Yeah. But there's definitely Salafis who are not terrorists, of course. But yeah. you know, it's just that's traditionally what you think of. Yeah, when the you first think thing of, that yeah. comes to your mind. But no, we are Shafi Muslims. Shafi, yeah, <laughs> different, very, very different. So our school of thought is a little bit more, you know, like open-minded and leeway. There's a lot of leeway, especially for like an island like Trinidad and Tobago yeah. where we party like party percent of the time. Man, I partied hard last night. What are you talking about? Same. Not good. But honestly, I think we're going to officially start just uploading on Saturdays because Fridays are just way too hectic. Because after you get back from Masjid and Jumma, and then you want to sin right after you, you know, go to the bar and have a cocktail. (laughs) Hookah, shisha, I said Asia. It's a joke. Never mind. (laughs) You don't get it. (laughs) I got it. Okay, sure. Uh, (laughs) I know what that meant, kind of. Yeah, so yeah, Thursday and Friday, um, we can get our shit together. Rachel and Chris were talking the other day about how they've changed the upload day of the podcast. Like, every day of the week. They've had every single day of the week they've uploaded. I freaking love them. I love them so much. They're so fun. Couple goals for real. Like, seven years, and they just are just... They're adorable, and I used to follow, and I didn't know this until, um, like, I was some ways into Rachel Rachel and um, Coffee with Rachel's pod. I actually used to watch Rachel's YouTube videos. Yeah. And you didn't know they were the same person? I didn't know. <gasps> it wasn't until like, I started following her and uh, Chris on Instagram, Instagram, and then I followed Squeezy and Lila, and I was like, what? I used to watch her on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. She yeah. left YouTube, though. She was like, I'm out of this bitch. And I'm like, who blames you? Honestly, it's, it's, it's tough. YouTube is a scary place. It's a very it's scary, place. A she scary was, place. She was talking about the other day how, like, YouTube will pick up, like, people who... Yeah, like, the union like, things. Yeah. And, like, make them pay and shit. Yeah. Make them money. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, because it's so... Like, she was even saying, like, YouTube is so saturated in the U.S. Yeah. Even in Canada, it makes so much more money off of YouTube than they do here. Like, and oh, it was big in, like, London for a while, in Europe for, for a while. while, too. Anyways... Yes, London's doing really well. Their beauty industry over there, and also beauty blogs in general. It just t- it takes a long time, and there's so many, and it's oversaturated. And it's just like fuck you. I mean, Korea is about make that a beauty. podcast and a half decent Instagram and an Etsy shop. Live your truest life. Exactly. Like no need for all of the BS. I might. You know what? I sometimes I, th- I know I've told you this before. I just sometimes just feel like giving up becoming a housewife and opening an Etsy store where I sell like healing crystals every day every that that every day every single day I tell you this I I I got new I went to Goodwill yesterday and got some silver platters like uh you know those silver like the tarnished silver platters you can buy at Goodwill (laughs) and I came home and polished them and I put all my crystals out I'll go show you later but I have like all my crystals out and stuff and some candles (laughs) and things out on my uh bedside table because I wanted a pretty place to put them and I was like I would just like garden and look at my crystals <laughs> and make soup all day like i don't have to be a my phd in political science i don't have to work my ass off all the time like i could find a nice this, man this is the life that we've chosen right honestly but i think all life. people go through that moment where they're like i could not do this like what me and Amon, my roommate always say you know ambition is a lifestyle choice mm-hmm. you could not be ambitious <laughs> but you know when you have ambition inside of you and you have a bigger purpose you that know you can fulfill you're kind of like well, gotta do it, or else I'll spend my whole <laughs> life in regret and sadness, and my crystals won't bring me any joy, and my tea won't bring me any joy, and I'll be sitting there looking at the time in my garden, wondering where all the time went before you know it. I'm sorry, the depression's been kicking back in a little bit this month. Hey, you know, you just gotta <laughs> fight it, that self-care love, you know, get yes. one of those, like, adult coloring books and just chill That out. shit works. Like, I, oh my god, back to coffee with Rachel. They were talking all about, like, the marketing of self-love and self-care, and how... P- broken and awful it is and it's so true but those damn coloring books 
work. They do fucking work. And let me tell you, right? I have a color by number, and I, it's, it's a blank color <gasps> yeah. by number, and you'll love it. I'm going to get it for you. You should get me one. Cause no, I have, I have it. It's blank because oh. I bought it for my little brother, but he never used it. Well, no. Huh? I can't even imagine him coloring. No, because he saw, because I had it. I bought one for myself. Oh, gotcha. And he was like, oh, that's so cool. I definitely, and I didn't want to give him a page out of it because I was like, it's my coloring Why? book, you know? So he's buying his own. Yeah, so I bought him his own and he never used it. Like, it's brand new. Like I like color by numbers because then I don't have to think about what color to use because with regular coloring books, I'm always like, it's too much pressure. It's so much pressure. Yeah. Like, I don't know what color to use. Is it, should I use aqua or teal? Like, eh. and they have some, it's really pretty too. So it's like, it's like, <coughs> Like, one of them, it's, um, like, a sugar skull. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's so pretty and so colorful. And, and I was coloring, because I didn't, I didn't look at the back. The back tells you what they are. Yeah. So, I didn't look at it. I was just coloring. I was like, what the fuck are all these, like, blue and green and yellow? What the shit? So, I'm over here, like, trying to color this shit. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a sugar skull. Like a loser. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no. Okay. So, our first segment this week, we're going to talk about... The five most Googled things about Islam. And we're going to, like, debunk or confirm or figure out what they are. So, Sarah, I think, just literally typed Islam is into the Google bar. And no, but what happened is, and what's really funny, and, and I noticed this, like, if you type in Hinduism is, it'll bring up, like, the top ten searches, or Christianity is, or Judaism is. If you type in Islam is, nothing pops up. Ooh, them Google gods. And this is this was actually addressed in an article about in like 2015, mm-hmm. and it was never like fixed. Up to now, it's not fixed. So I typed it in Yahoo instead, because <laughs> uh. who the fucks will use Yahoo? I mean, I have a Yahoo email account, so don't. Do I have it. a Yahoo email account that I use when I have to like sign up for things. That's my Hotmail. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> okay, so our first Islam is was what Sarah. Um, first one is Islam is evil. LOL. Of course, because of course, people because the are rhetoric. No. Okay, first and foremost, before we even, like, talk about Islam, no religion is inherently evil. No. Like, people can be evil. People mm-hmm. can do evil things. People can do evil things in the name of religion. But religion itself can't be evil. Even, even like, Satanists have rules. Yeah. Like, there's no way that a religion can be evil. Like, things can promote bad behaviors, then things can promote... But people, people are evil. Mm-hmm. Religion is evil. Especially Islam. Like, that's so Islam ridiculous. is the least evil religion. And, it's like, so funny. Literally. It, it, like, there's a verse, right? The Holy mm-hmm. Quran, second, um, second chapter, verse 208. Oh, you who believe, enter absolutely into peace. Do not follow the footsteps of Satan. He is an outright enemy to you. Okay, so, you know, we respect Satanists. We respect whatever. Pause the second part, but basically what it's saying is that it's gener- generally a peaceful religion. There's no nothing evil about yeah, it. It promotes peace. And that leads us into the second most difficult thing was everyone always uses this line that Islam is a religion of peace. And, like, no one really knows what that means. And when you look at I think, I think, when I was learning about Islam mm-hmm. and the truth about Islam and learning more about um, how Islam came to be, the most important thing about any religion, I believe, when you're looking at it, to study it and understand it, not for a religious purpose. Because a lot of these people, or a lot of people we talk to, don't want to convert. They want to look at it to understand what's going on in the world. Exactly. So you have to look at the context. Context is everything. Mm-hmm. 
Same with Christianity, you know, where Jesus grew up, what happened. Same with Judaism, the what the Jewish people went through in Egypt. You know, context, historical context, means a lot for religion. And when you look at the historical context of Islam and where it began in uh, Mecca and how the Prophet uh, started there in the, like, polytheism and the paganism that was rampant in Mecca and how... Um, the idea of one god was very anti-capitalist, anti-mercantilist, really, at the time, and how people were after him because they were messing with the economy of, of, of Mecca and Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have to look at context. So when they say Islam is a religion of peace, it's true because the overall goals of Islam, the same way a lot of the overall goals of a lot of the Abrahamic religions, is a peaceful world where there's an apocalyptic revolutions-type ending. And we all return to God and peace. But and and the overall message is always peace and charity with zakat and prayer and loving one's neighbor and support of one's neighbor. Like all of these things are the tenets. But where the people get confused is the hadith and the Medina part mm-hmm. when the Prophet and the first group of Muslims had to fight mm-hmm. because they were being chased out and slaughtered by the pagans and the polytheists, the true kafirs, the mm-hmm. true, um, yeah, infidels mm-hmm. that aren't Christians and Jews. Because mm-hmm. Christian and Jews are people of the book. They're yeah, of course. Al-Kitab. So, you know, people get confused, and I, under- I understand why people get confused, because it can be confusing, because there are a lot of verses in the Medina section of the Quran and in the Hadith that say, you know about that rules of war, rules of violence, how to conduct yourself, how to protect yourself, offensive, mm-hmm. and then the term jihad. I mean, there's a lot of confusing things, but overall, yeah. And, like, I, like I kind of want to bounce off of that and make, it like, a small point because you were talking, excuse me, you were talking about, like, the rules of the Quran, right? Yes. So, and that is technically Sharia law. Yes. Yes. But people hear Sharia law and they think, oh, it's, like, a controlling evil thing, but it's no. not. Sharia law is just... Following the tenets following, of Islam. Exactly. Following these rules laid all, out all by Muslims the prophet. All Muslims follow Sharia law, yeah. whether it's the law of the land or not. Yeah. It's, it just makes it easier. One of, one the, of the main the rules of Sharia law mm-hmm. is to follow the law of the land that you are currently in. Yes. So, yeah, I am obligated to follow the Constitution according to Islam. I am obligated to follow the te- the tank, like the Bill of Rights and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, I'm supposed to follow it according to my uh, my religion. Yeah, Islam says if you can live in an Islam, if the Quran says if you can live in an Islamic country, do. Yes. But if you cannot, then follow the laws of your land and be respectful and be a, a respectful guest in that land. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, an Islamic country is always preferable, mm-hmm. but not always available. Exactly. Like, and that's, literally. Yeah, and that's completely addressed. Mm-hmm. And an Islamic country isn't, like, a caliphate like ISIS is creating. That's so not the same thing. Like, there's 24 major Islamic countries mm-hmm. around the world, and they're just countries that incorporate Sharia law and Islamic law into the law. The same way the United States incorporates biblical law mm-hmm. and ideas and, and things from the Bible into law. And there's nothing wrong with that no. because the majority of those things are just like human s- things anyway. Yeah, exactly. He, like human rights and basic standards of living. Like, of course, I, I need to shower every single day. That, that's just <laughs> standard, you know? Yes. People get confused because also our definition of peace has changed. Mm-hmm. To us, peace means no violence, no war, no weapons, no killing. 
you know, but peace can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. We took a whole, me and Sarah took a whole class yeah, because on the peace, politics of peace. Peace isn't just the absence of war. Peace no. can also be, you know, unity between people. Peace can yes. mean so many different things. It can mean just uh, prosperity. It can mean safety, personal safety, emotional safety, religious safety. It can mean so many things to different people. And if, you know, saying Islam is a religion of peace means that the goals and tenets of Islam lead towards a peaceful and prosperous society. And they do. Mm-hmm. It's just context. Mm-hmm. The world and other people and, and politics and sacrilegious things, things that have nothing to do with a religion, interfere with things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where you start running into trouble. Yeah. But Islam is not a religion that promotes violence. Mm-hmm. It is not a religion that condones violence. And the only times where either of those things are true is when there's a true threat to the ummah, to the mm-hmm. community. And that's on a completely separate plane and not the norm. Exactly. And not desirable. Right. Well, so the second... Third. We did second. Okay. The third... Don't you just hate me? I love you so much. But you hate me. I don't. Sometimes I Your do. face says that you do. <laughs> You're lucky this isn't a video. That is a podcast. <laughs> I love you so much, Sarah. Okay, the third um, Google search, well, mm-hmm. Yahoo search, is Islam is Satanic. LOL. Literally the verse <laughs> I just read for you, like, ten minutes ago, millenniums like, ago. Okay, real quick diatribe to stop hating on Satanists. Like... I want you know what I want to do in our next episode. Can we like compare and contrast Islam and Satanism? Satanism. Oh my goodness, that'd be so funny. I would love Satanism, to do like, that. Google it sometimes. It's this thing that we talk about that no one really understands what it is. Those those people are. Hey, I've met a couple. They don't go around like stabbing people in the neck. Like they're they're just people like everyone else, and mm-hmm. they just honestly, it's an anti-religion. The whole thing is kind of a satirical joke, making fun of monotheistic religions. Yeah, and it's great. Like I recommend everyone go and just read the Wikipedia article for the satanic religion and learn something. And we can all stop being like they're of the devil. Like what are we? This is not the Proctor age. We are not Salem. Like we're not casting young girls as witches. Like everyone needs to calm the hell down. Stop comparing everyone. Yeah. Satanism is a joke. Like, it's a, it's a satirical religion created as an antithesis to actual, religion. actual religions. Yeah. To Literally, it's a trolling group. It's the anonymous <laughs> of religions. And we give them so much power, and they love it. So yeah. everyone just do a Google search yeah. and chill so, the hell out. literally, Islam is not Satanism, and Islam is not satanic. I promise you. Oh my gosh, no. Literally, if people were just not ignorant, and if you just read it... Islam is literally the three other, the two other Abrahamic religions just continued a little bit more. That's simply what it is. It's, okay, number four, Islam is dying. Islam oh my is gosh. not dying. Islam is the largest. Yeah, Islam is the fastest growing religion mm-hmm. in the world. It's the second largest one too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christianity, that is Islam, and it's the fastest growing. And so many people have converted to Islam and are... Mm-hmm like, following Islam and Islam. Yeah, according to the Pew Research Group, the world's population is projected to grow 32% in the next, like, 40 to 50 years. But the number of Muslims is expected to increase by 70%, from 1.8 billion in 2015 to nearly 3 billion in 2060. 
2015, Muslims made up 24.1% of the global population, and 45 years later, they're expected to make up 31.1%, 3 in 10 of the world's people. And it's one of the fastest growing religions, and it's also the religion of some of the world's largest countries, like Indonesia, which by landmass is huge, is, yeah, is an Islamic country, entirety, and Malaysia. Mm-hmm. The entirety of Indonesia and Malaysia are um, Muslim. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And also Muslims have more children on average than other religious groups. Yeah, there's um, like three of us. Isla- <laughs> Islamic countries are um, less prone to the being non-religious Christians and stuff, and uh, typically white Christian countries in mm-hmm. Europe and stuff. The children are being less and less religious, and that's not really happening in Islamic countries. No, because we because we instill Islam at a young age. And you know what people say, that whenever you teach a child religion at a very young age, you kind of get mm-hmm. confused a little bit? That wasn't really the case with us. Like, we... Um, my dad, he used, to, he used to teach us, like, how to read first, and then when we were, like, at an age to comprehend what the Quran said, yes. then he taught us the context of it. But yeah. it was more like how to read it, how to say little mm-hmm. things before you eat or before you pray or before you go to sleep and things yeah. like that, you know? But it's not like – like, he would like he would teach us how to say it and what to say and then what they meant, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if we sneeze, we have to say um, – if someone else sneezes, like, if you sneeze, I'll say, ya homokala, and that means God bless you. In, in Arabic, basically. And if I sneeze, I just, like, it's like, I bless, I, I say it, so I bless myself, you know? <laughs> but it, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's like a, a little prayer we say before we do, like, little yeah. things. And we just kind of learned that as, at a young age. And then conversion rates also. Like, you're much more likely to convert from Judaism to Christianity to Islam than for Muslims to convert back to Christianity or Judaism. It's less likely. So, like, significantly less likely. Mm-hmm. So there's no real way for Muslims are either Muslim or they're not religious. They don't really convert to anything else. But Christians and Jews in all religions can still convert to Islam. Mm-hmm. And so it just, the way the dynamics work just lead to more growth. Mm-hmm. So there's no way Islam yeah. is dying. Definitely it's not. not going anywhere. Definitely not. Okay. So this last one. This last one is my favorite thing ever. Okay. Islam is the light doll? Okay. So there, what? Okay. There's um, a little baby doll. I think it came out like in the 90s or something, right? And if you press it, it says that Islam is the light and Christianity is the devil or something like that. It's yes. a small doll. There are videos on YouTube of people who have this doll and it's saying this. Let me see. It's Yeah, it's like, okay, it's... Okay, in October 2008, some parents of children who owned Little Mommy Real Loving Baby Cuddle and Coo dolls reported odd utterances made by the talking toys and heard some statements such as Islam is the light and Satan is king emirate from them. What they heard wasn't what the dolls were saying. I don't know. Is there a video? Let's listen there to this. There is a video. Let's let's listen to this. Hold on. Here I got it. Okay. So we'll post these on the link. Okay, so let's see if we can figure out what this doll is saying. Wow. <laughs> I okay. kind of heard it towards I kind of heard it. Hold on. It literally sounds like baby gibberish, but I do yeah. hear, what, I hear what people are saying. I mean, people are literally making a mountain out of a molehill. Literally. 
It's baby gibberish. What the fuck? Yes, that's definitely baby gibberish. Da, 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 da. You know, white people. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't in know. Like, like, you can make anything out of that. Like, um, I've seen it in the night. I've seen it in the night. Or, like, I want it in the night. I mean, don't we all? But, like... <laughs> Like so bad. People like to hear what they want to hear. But that yeah. is definitely the fifth most Google thing about Islam, which is sad. The fifth most Google thing. Shit. Or Yahoo thing about Islam. <laughs> we can't get Google to work. Honestly. Oh my goodness. Anyways. So those are some basic misconceptions about Islam. So we can talk more about it later if y'all have any more questions. Yeah, we're gonna Tweet post we're gonna post podcast. that video on YouTube about the ba- the baby doll. The baby doll, oh my god. Honestly, I need to just whatever. Uh, okay. Do you want to do your cursive corner? My cursive corner? Yeah. The I'm going to have to leave it in the way. So. Yeah. Sarah's got to go to work. Um, okay. So, DACA. DACA. DACA, DACA, DACA. You tell me um, all about DACA, Carissa. DACA is a executive agreement uh, signed into law by Obama to give children of illegal immigrants mm-hmm. legal status so that they can work and go to school and be tax-paying, contributing members of society. And uh, Trump last week, like, repealed this, took it back, and has given Congress six months to figure it out So, or else they would start losing their status and they would be deported along with their families. So... This is an awful thing, and it's it's really insane to think about these kids who were brought over, who were too young to even know where they were, what was going on, who were raised as Americans, who are patriotic, who serve their country, who um, have been in military service, police service, who go to school, who have no crime records, who educate themselves, contribute to the economy, pay their taxes, and they're being punished for their parents trying to give them a better life and them taking advantage of that better life. Yeah. It's unbelievable and cruel and the most Republican thing ever. And um, so hopefully in the next six months, Congress will pass a DREAM Act formally. Mm-hmm. So it'll be legislative and not executive so that they can't call an overreach of powers. Right. And that will give them their status back and recreate the program, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll happen. But we need to pressure our congressmen and our senators to make this happen. We need to be active on social media. We need to be active uh, by calling, faxing, emailing our representatives, and we don't need to let this go because 800,000 young people, young Americans, are depending on this for their lives to continue, and we can't let it go because it's something we don't care about. You know, as the budgetary process comes forward and we start working on a lot of different things and lots of things come up in the news, we all need to pay attention to what's going on, learn more about DACA, you know, listen to some of the testimonials of DACA recipients. I'm going to post a few links in that episode mm-hmm. uh, that you can look at, how the yeah, program works. Post them on Twitter. Post them on Twitter. And then learn more about it and educate yourselves and then make sure to send a note to your representatives saying, this is what I support. This is what I want you to do. These Americans don't deserve this treatment. Make sure you figure it out. And as we edge closer to the um, December deadline for the budget, Keep an eye out for what's going on, for if a DREAM Act is passing, and hopefully in the next six months, they'll be able to get their collective shits together. Mm-hmm. And these kids won't be deported, and their lives won't be ruined, because one asshole wants to be a racist piece of shit. And these are people who are children. They're just kids who are brought over for a better life. Yeah. And are being punished. Exactly. And it's purely racist, because 
Trump is racist. Trump is racist, and the Republican Party is racist. And it's it's purely just about this line of illegal immigration doing whatever the hell it's doing. And it's just all bullshit. And so educate yourselves, educate your family, educate your friends, spread the word, and try and make sure that your representatives know what you want and what you believe and that they work for you. So. Why is your fucking gardener being so annoying? Well, they're cutting down that tree that fell during the storm, and they're trying to get rid of it so that we can keep power, and the power stops flickering on and off. So that's what's happening. I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah, so sorry about the giant chainsaw in the background. Okay, Sarah's got to go to work. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Earbud Media on Twitter at Earbud Media, earbudmediabit.ly. You can follow me on Twitter at softlybait. You can also follow Carissa at CariCrab1 on Twitter.com. Um, our amazing artwork was done by Vin Tanner, and you can follow them on Twitter at HologramVin. I will link that in the description below. And our amazing sound and audio was done by um, Guru Kid on SoundCloud, and I will link their description below as well. Thank you guys for listening.